You're listening to The Real Life of an FOR, a podcast that breaks down the nooks and crannies of the Namibian fashion industry and beyond. My name is Leah Masika. I'm a Namibian fashion designer known for my creative diversity within the industry. This is The Real Life of a Fashionista on the Rise. My name is Maps Mapunyani and I'm an art, film, media, tech, food and social entrepreneur. What that means is that I um, am a film producer, TV presenter, actor, um, creative consultant. I um, also have a couple tech companies that I run in the artificial intelligence and machine learning space. And I own a restaurant. You're listening to The Real Life of an FOR and this is Five Questions with me. Maps, that is an extensive CV, and I love it. I love that you get to do so many different cool things. Uh, you did mention that you run a few tech companies in the artificial intelligence space. And as someone that loves technology, I'm also afraid of it because, I mean, we all watched iRobot, and um, I felt like the movie was a foreshadow for what's actually going to happen in the future. Uh, and simply because the company iRobot does exist and they do like a lot of cool tech stuff, um, especially in the robotics uh, field. So I'm worried. Like, what are you doing? Are you planning to take over the world? <laughs> I'm joking. But no, really, what are you doing in that space? Let us know. Let the people know so that we um, are ready, prepared. I don't know. Whatever we have to be, but... Let us know. That's pretty exciting stuff. Moving on, question number one. Ten-year-old Maps. What was he like? Uh, what did he want to be? And what was important to him at the time? And would you guys be friends today? <laughs> ten-year-old Maps was, was really interesting. He was all over the place, very misguided, struggling to fit in. He had a really bad stutter. He was always in trouble. Uh, he was just a lot of teachers just really found him to be quite frustrating because he just couldn't sit still either and he was quite rebellious and um, he he also had big dreams he always liked to move 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 he dreamt big and moved fast he wanted to be a professional race car driver as well and if it wasn't going to be that he also thought of being a lawyer or an architect or a professional soccer player he always knew that somehow he would end up being a professional sports person um all hoped so and then um yeah if not that would have gone into something a little bit more formal in the career aspect he was cool though a lot of the older kids had a lot of fun with him because he was a bit of an old soul although he could be a handful um, but he always stood up for himself and he didn't take crap. And I think I'd definitely be friends with him right now. Although I would make sure that I need to keep putting him in his place. Wow, 10-year-old map sounds like such a handful. But also sounds like so much fun. I think um, the older you get in life, you realize that uh, you actually want to surround yourself with like young souls, like... Uh, people that don't know any better yet because they inspire so much in you like they remind you um, of of the dreams you had as like a kindred spirit and just uh, 
and just living living in the moment and living for the now and not always planning so much for the future i guess okay but enough about the past there is a world closet fire epidemic and no closet is safe not even yours you can only save one item from your closet what are you gonna save what are you gonna save oh my gosh oh my gosh there's a fire there's a closet fire i can only save one thing what am i gonna save what am i gonna save um uh geez i will oddly enough save the strangest thing i think i've ever purchased but it is absolutely beautiful and amazing strange because of the description i'm going to give um but in my closet i have my dream dolce and gabbana suit it is a white and off-white suit with a beautiful um sort of sheen lapel and incredible uh, sort of tuxedo uh, linings on um, on the side of the of the pants and it's a three-piece tuxedo and it's something I've I bought a few years ago and I've always kept for a special occasion and you're able to wear it in like seven different ways when you break it up and um, it fits incredibly well in every single way it's incredibly well crafted as well very sort of tailored to to me and oddly enough I would probably save that. Yeah, it's um, something that I also bought to signify something quite massive and personal to me. And it, uh, it's quite special as a result. So I think I would, I would, do, I would, I would definitely save that. Listen, you are about to win major fashion points for this one. So next time people mention Al Pacino, Jay Gatsby, I'm going to make sure they mention Maps Maponyane as well. A white suit, Maps? Really? That's what you're going to save? Okay, fine. Let, let's, let me digress. It's not just a white suit. It is a three-piece Dolce & Gabbana suit that also um, can be worn, did you say six different ways? I mean, okay. I'll, I'll I'll let you have this one. A white suit. First of all, any man that can wear a white suit and wear it well, like kudos to you because everybody knows in fashion, like wearing a white suit for men in general is very hard, even for the most stylish of men. So men that can actually pull it off are just like that much ahead of the pack, I guess you can say because they're doing the most you're doing the most my guy but i love it i i love that you would save the white three-piece suit i think i'd save that too because i'm sure you'd be able to style that and wear that a million ways now that i actually think about it because you can take apart the suit and wear it with other things smart i see you my guy i see you moving on to question number three uh, you launched your WhatsApp channel called Modern Maps, you revamped your home, and you just opened up a restaurant called uh, Buns Out, um, which I, I, need to, I need to come through and actually have one of these burgers because Twitter is creating the most FOMO, the most. All this while you're flying back and forth and working on social media awareness campaigns and influencer jobs how do you keep up what is your secret like 
What level of energy is this actually? Oof. With everything happening in my life right now, especially at this present juncture, I don't know to be honest how I keep up, but I really just I really just try and make sure that I have things in order, organized, um ensure that there is a structure, ensure that time management, time management for me is the biggest thing. I um I try and always make sure that I'm on time with everything. So, I'm pretty much never late and I expect that from other people too um with my time from day to day because I'm usually slammed back to back and if one thing is behind schedule, then everything else gets a well takes a negative knock um which is never a good idea. And if you're falling behind on your day, you can't get um you know you can't be as effective and as as and as efficient to beg your pardon as you should be and to me that's really important i make sure i do the basics really well i ensure that i keep great relationships with the people that i work with so that they um you know are more lenient and understanding when things are expected of me when it comes to my businesses i make sure that i employ incredible people who work really well really hard and have the same level of work ethic as as I do and have a the same passion that I do for certain things that I can finally leave it in their hands and trust that they will be able to execute each of those things without me needing to be around and then as a result not needing to micromanage people and then having more time free to myself and allowing me to focus more of my attention on the things that really require me I can definitely relate to that um you know when when you're an entrepreneur and you're working for yourself uh putting together a schedule is very important um but sticking to it is even more important like every every hour every minute counts um and I'm I'm a big person on time uh time is the number one reason why I wanted to be an entrepreneur in the first place um because I genuinely wanted my time to be my time and I wanted to be able to delegate and decide what happens uh within each hour, each minute, each second of my day. But it's also the most uh hardest thing when you're in complete control of your time. it 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 makes you think even more about how you spend it where you spend it and it makes your schedule so much more intensive because um you sort of become very anal you become anal about how how you schedule your things and you know that once once you miss that very first thing the entire day gets thrown off in a way that you know you're not going to accomplish your your daily goal and and it almost feels like all is lost even though it's not really but like you get that feeling that shoot like i i just like now everything is pushed back but i i genuinely like that you um that you talked about scheduling and just making sure that time is is a big factor in in accomplishing what you want and in doing all the things that you want especially when your schedule looks like yours in particular. Now, question number 4. Your notion on beauty. What is beauty to you? My notion of beauty, that's actually a really um interesting thing. What what is beauty to me? 
it's really, really complex. But for the most part, um, if we're talking humans, um, how you are about the person that you are. Do you exude confidence? Are you authentic to yourself? Are you consistent with the type of person that you are? Do you respect others? Um, do you allow yourself to be free and vulnerable and um, smile when there needs to be a smile for you because you want to, not because of what people are dictating you should smile at um, or be happy towards? Do you feel happy with the fact that things don't always go to plan in your life so you allow yourself then to just make the most of every moment and therefore really enjoy that and allow that enjoyment to come through you even when things are at their lowest? Um, are you able to exude that aura as a result with whatever you've done on your body, wherever you go? Are you able to make people feel good about themselves? Are you able to be considerate, be compassionate? Those are the kind of traits to me that make someone beautiful before the standard societal standards of beauty. And I always think that a general compilation of all those kinds of things is what constitutes beauty. I couldn't agree more. Um, I think society wants us to believe that uh, beauty is one particular thing. Um, but I think as individuals, we all know, um, we don't know how we know, but we know for sure um, that beauty is a lot of things. It's a, it's a combination of things. It's, it's, it's who a person is. It's, it's their most authentic self. It's the, the most of authenticness of anything really that, that uh, makes it beautiful. I think authenticity is one of the core, the cores or just one of the main ingredients is of what makes something or someone beautiful. And, and I like that um, every time I ask this question, I mean, we all have our ways of articulating whatever we want to articulate, but I think the most common response has definitely come down to authenticity, originality, and just being, being, being the truest form of yourself or creating something that is at its truest form has always stuck out and and I I love I love that these interviews show that as a people we actually know better we know better than the standards uh, society puts us up to and we know better than what society wants to put forward in terms of the messaging of what beauty is and 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 what it should mean to everybody else. Final question. I know you're going to hate this one because you're an art lover, but you have to destroy one piece of art in order to save the world. What would you destroy? If I had to destroy one piece of art in order to save the world, um, I think I would destroy a musical art form. Uh, heavy metal or death metal because it's just unnecessarily 
loud and angry and just overly fierce and over the top and I think for a lot of the time there's a lot of uh, negative energy that runs through it and I think uh, it could endanger the world one day and if I had to save the world from anything it would be that art form I think it would just be a little bit too much Honestly I couldn't agree more because I'll tell you this I actually went through a heavy metal phase it was not pretty um but it was the time when I was in high school um I was in an international school I happened to hang out with uh some friends that were into heavy metal and I was the black girl <laughs> trying to somehow fit in or or not even trying to fit in because I was never me but I was trying to uh understand why this music was so important to them why they loved it so much you know I loved the fashion of it cuz I used to wear like um you know sort of tight loose uh baggy pants with those studded belts and like the really tight tops um and I loved the sweatbands so I loved the style of it but when it came down to listening to the music I completely hated it I hated it and I couldn't understand like why my friends loved it I I just I couldn't get with the program of hanging out with them and listening to this um so i would just like i'd dress the part but i wasn't um i was very picky about you know just being a part of the culture cuz it just sounded scary all the screaming all the loudness i generally just did not enjoy it and at the time i was i was a dancer i loved dancing so i was into hip hop i was into r&b and um listening to heavy metal just yeah I I didn't understand sitting in a room and screaming words out yeah so I'd be I'd be right there with you I think I'd be burning you know I'd be selling out a few friends but I'd be right there burning some of these some of these records because lord they like some of these songs if you listen to the lyrics which I'm that type of person I listen to music for the lyrics. So if something just sounds so excruciating that you can't listen to it in its entirety and not feel some sort of way, some sort of pain, like yeah, no, that's not good music to me or in my opinion. So yeah, I'd be right there with you burning the music. You're listening to the real life of an FOR. Maps, I want to thank you so so much for doing this. I know you were super busy and you literally had to squeeze this in and I appreciate that so much. I cannot wait to see um the rest of your journey. I can't wait to see what you're going to produce as an artist, as a creative, as an entrepreneur, as a business person. And yeah, good luck on the journey. And we'll be watching. Uh guys, if you don't know who I'm talking to, who who this man is, like can you get on social media, 
follow him at Maps Maponyane. He is doing amazing things. Like, at the very least, you'll be inspired. And you can thank me later. Bye, y'all. I'll see y'all next week.